Hello, and welcome to Two Profs in a Pod. I'm Tanisha. And I'm Beth. And we are faculty and faculty developers at Glendale Community College in Arizona. And today we are going to talk about FIRE, which stands for the first year residential experience program at Maricopa and at GCC in particular, which has been in place for nine years. Beth and I were actually the first FIRE group, so... We're excited <laughs> to talk Woo-hoo. about this. Yes. Woohoo for fire. <laughs> and today's episode is dedicated to one of um, mine and Tanisha's fire cohort colleagues, Ingrid Simpkins, our beloved friend who has gone too soon. So this is for you, Ingrid. Thank you. All right. So uh, for today, we have a special guest and we have Christina Clark. Uh, Christina visited us for an episode on assessment when we were talking about more formative assessments in online classes. Hello, Christina. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Just a little bit about Christina. Christina has been teaching chemistry at GCC since 2005. This year is her 10th year as a residential faculty member. She serves as a department course coordinator, the fire and par facilitator, and is a chemistry department representative on the e-courses committee. We are so happy you are here today. Welcome back. It's good to have you here. Thank you. It is fantastic to be here with you both as well. And we're talking about fire today because it is something that we have not talked about yet. And obviously, Tanisha and I have been doing a little bit more reflecting lately about our experiences in fire. And so we thought um, it might be something that our listeners would want to hear about to maybe compared to programs that they've gone through themselves or maybe programs that they have at their institutions. So we're excited to talk about this. Um, Like Beth said, we have not talked about it quite yet. So um, Christina is here to help us to have this conversation. So thank you again for being here. So the first question that we have for Christina is, can you tell us about GCC's first year program? Yes, absolutely. So Maricopa Community College District has a faculty agreement that requires a probationary faculty in their first year to attend a first-year experience. At Glendale, we call that FIRE, so F-Y-R-E, for first-year residential experience. So we meet every other Monday in the afternoons for about two hours for both the fall and the spring semesters. So all our new residential faculty must attend these meetings in person for the entire first year as new faculty. So what do we do at these meetings? Well, most of it is meant to provide mentoring, support, and feedback on navigating many of the responsibilities of being residential faculty at GCC and also in the district, as well as learning about our three pillars of PAR. So we have instruction, service, and professional growth. We do a lot of different things during our meetings. We want to learn about resources on campus, resources at the district, and then also a lot of different programs and services available to not only our students, but our faculty as well. Awesome. I'm sure that's very helpful to those who did not know anything about FIRE. (laughs) So thank you for sharing that information, Uh, especially the three pillars that you mentioned, uh, which are instruction, service, and professional growth. And then also what you talked about uh, as far as mentoring, support, and feedback uh, for our first year uh, residential faculty, which I think is extremely helpful, especially when you're starting out someplace new 
and fresh. And it's helpful to have this program in place for those different types of things. Absolutely. And I was really viewing um, FIRE as a type of mentoring program. And I know it's more than that. Um, But when I was doing some readings, um, looking for some information about these kind of like first year programs for brand new faculty, a lot of what I found was about mentoring um, and the challenges that institutions face when they are bringing new faculty on. And so uh, developing some sort of mentoring program um, helps both, you know, the uh, mentees, the mentors, and the institution themselves. So I've got um, a few items I will link in the show notes. One is a book called Faculty Mentoring, a Practical Manual for Mentors, Mentees, Administrators, and Faculty Developers. They have a chapter in that book that's a lit review about um, literature related to mentoring. And um, also an article, Mentors and Muses, New Strategies for Academic Success. Uh, That was in Innovative Higher Education, um, which talked about uh, formal and informal mentoring programs. Um, And those programs in higher ed having sort of mixed success and how they are not all identical, um, but also that they're there to support new and non-tenured faculty. So, Christina, then my question for you is, is FIRE in essence a mentoring program? Great question, Beth. I think in a very broad sense that I do act as a mentor to our new faculty in their first year. Um, They have to learn a lot. There's a lot about the campus. There's a lot about the district. And there's a lot about our faculty agreement that they need to have special guidance with. And so I can act as that advisor in the broad sense of a mentor, if you look at it as an advisor, as to all things regarding PAR, which is peer assistance and review. That's our program that helps them learn how to do their individual development plan for the year and the next five years. Because we have probationary faculty for the first five years that they're instructors at GCC and in Maricopa. So yeah, for sure. Definitely a mentor in those five years, but specifically in FIRE the first year, mm-hmm. I'm definitely an advisor and a lot of support. And they have to also have two mentors in their first year, right? Yeah, uh, so one, preferably two, is mm-hmm. what the faculty agreement states. Um, the one can be in the department, the second could stay in the department and go outside the department or outside the college if they want to. Um, but that mentor would probably be more of a personal relationship and um, help them with a lot more guidance than I would. I'm more of a broad advisor of mm-hmm. what to do in that first year. Okay. All right. So uh, when it comes to FIRE, uh, my question is, are we evaluating the FIRE program at GCC or is that on the horizon? So currently the FIRE program, this is my third year as the FIRE Um, facilitator and PAR facilitator. So I have in the past done a Google form sent out to um, FIRE faculty to see what they thought of the program and made some changes and adjustment based on that. But in that first year that I was doing it, we were online. So things are a little different than now when we're back in person. And so definitely on the horizon, I would love to meet up with some assessment gurus on campus to talk more about how we can assess our program and make it a little bit better for our faculty at GCC for sure. I think she's referring to our assessment director, Julie Morrison. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out, Julie. Shout out to Julie, who I think is a celebrity on our campus. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Julie. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's really good. Thank you. 
And then, so Tanisha and I were in fire together and I think we've had quite a few conversations about fire. So I'm just going to ask you, Tanisha, what, what you thought the best experience was for you. And I know this is a long time ago. Yes. So snacks. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but it is true. We were kind of snacking a little bit. I, I remember snacks um, in fire. Uh, but but honestly, um, I believe that the best part of the experience was just the support. So I think anytime you you start anywhere new, I think with any job, any position, it's helpful having that additional support. And I felt like that was the best part of the experience because of the um, – the fire facilitator who that's Christina's role because they are that person who is there to advise. They are that person who's there to, to they're your go-to for questions. And I, I felt like as a first year, I had so many questions because there's just so much that you have to take care of before you even start. And then when you do start, there's things you still need to, you know, there's business you still need to handle. And then you're in the midst of it for a year. So it can be a lot. It can definitely be overwhelming. So it's very helpful to have like a guide or like a compass, um, kind of a guiding light to that beacon you can kind of go to when things get a little bit crazy. I kind of think of like a lighthouse, <laughs> you know, if things are a little bit stormy or you don't know where to go, you can always find the lighthouse or maybe find that North star <laughs> to kind of help you to really guide you and direct you into the direction that you need to go. Um, and, and I don't know if Christina, you feel that way, but that's what I felt like for my experience is that it was about having that support not only from the fire facilitator, but also all the other participants in fire, you didn't feel like you were alone. If it felt like you, there were a group of people who were going through the same thing that you were going through and kind of having that sense of camaraderie in that instance was very, very um, helpful. And, and uh, you also develop friendships and relationships from it as well. Oh, I agree hundred percent. So in your first year as a residential faculty, it's overwhelming and exciting at the same time. So a lot of times you may have been here as an adjunct or maybe an OIO or OSO. So you may have known a little bit about the system, but you don't know what you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So that fire experience really helps you with navigate all those unknowns and helps you with that support getting through that first year. And it's a lot more than you think it is that you have to go through that first year with navigating a full load of classes with lots of students in each of the classes and then understanding what to do for the IDP and what to do for your PAR and how to find mentors and how to even get the keys to your classroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's very difficult, but it's, a, it's wonderful to have someone there to help you. Yeah, I think um, what, what helped me with that first year or, or what that first year gave to me is just time because we did not have to, at, at, at GCC, our first-year faculty do not have to serve on any other committees. So basically, you know, the fire group that they're part of is acts as their committee for the year. So I had a two-decades mind map from my previous place of employment, and having a year to adjust that sort of map to a new place of employment um, where I didn't feel like I had to rush to have that done mm -hmm. was really helpful. I think I would have sought out mentors anyway, but I don't think I would have been able to make the brain adjustments to a, a new place and a new way of doing things quite as, quite as quickly. Mm -hmm. I'd probably still be figuring it out, to be honest. Really? <laughs> I'm still 
figuring out some stuff. <laughs> I think we're all still figuring out some things. So uh, I think that's just something that just never changes. We're always going to be trying to figure things out. But that's why it's helpful to have people in your corner who can help you out with that. So absolutely. Okay. Christina, do you have anything else you want to add about fire here at GCC? I'm giving it two thumbs up. I know Tanisha and I really enjoyed our time in fire. Yes. And especially meeting people. Yes. I still can name all the people who were in my, you know, first year residential experience. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little bit of bonding there. And like, I always think of those people fondly, like when I hear their name or I read their name somewhere, or I see them across campus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because you've been through something together. (laughs) You've been through it. So it is nice having that connection there. It Mm -hmm. is. Absolutely. And especially because we're not all in the same department. We're all over the place. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're now coming to, wait, did you have anything to add, Christina? Because I realized I just asked you a question and I kept talking. (laughs) I'm so sorry. You're fine, Beth. Thank you for asking that question. Yeah. So as I'm creating the schedule for fire each year, something new and fantastic comes on my table to add to it. And so anybody that's on campus that can think of another program that we'd love to have as a fire topic, I would love to add that to our list of topics for each of our meetings. We we focus on the three pillars of PAR. So we have a different meeting for each of those. Um, We also talk about library services, um, career services, student services, diversity, equity, and inclusion, assessment, of course. We always talk about assessment and OER, Open Educational Resources. So if there's anything else out there on the radar that you think fire faculty should learn about, come see me. Come talk to me. Yes, send an email to Christina. Pop it into our comments Mm -hmm. on our website. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Reply to the tweet once the episode is released. Mm -hmm. We'll get all that information to Christina. Absolutely. Now (laughs) we're at... The uh, segment in our episode, What's on Our Radar? That Mm -hmm. is, what are we looking forward to? Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that I'm looking forward to is uh, our listeners know that I'm a reader. So, you know, throughout the year, I usually read like, you know, every once in a while, I'll read some horror literature, but especially around this time of year, um, I will read some horror literature. I'm a fan of Stephen King. So um, I'm looking forward to kind of reading some spooky stuff. I just finished um, a book called The Final Girl Support Group, which I really enjoyed. And um, I have some Stephen King in my docket as well. So I'm just looking forward to kind of just reading that and getting into my spooky reads this season. So that's on my radar. Awesome. Christina, what's on your radar? So for me, I'm going to do a professional growth plug. I'm looking forward to the pod conference in Seattle this November. I'm very excited to get away to some cold and rainy weather. I'm a little tired of the heat right now. (laughs) It's a little too hot still. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and collaborating with some colleagues while we're there. Yes, collaborating. We're going to have fun. I'm looking forward to this this season, this fall season, and, and a particular holiday, um, mainly for uh, some customs that have arisen from that holiday, like tacos and margaritas, and also ordering Halloween candy. <laughs> um, so special baked goods, and I've already got those on order. And just little things like, you know, scaring children and um, passing out candy. 
sounds like a did lot I of say fun. too much? No. It's <laughs> I think the scaring children got me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, scaring children. Let's give oh, them nightmares. You know what I mean. We know what you mean. No, absolutely. They're super cute. Oh yeah. Okay. What's our nugget? Um, I think our nugget is, I think it's, it's, you know, once again, we can be kind of self-reflective. I think we talked about support and we talked about mentors and I think it's helpful to really kind of think about, you know, what is your support and who are your mentors? Is that something that you have in your life? I think that's something that people can have, um, in any stage of their career, uh, when it comes to support and when it comes to mentors, as far as who are the people that you can go to, uh, when you need some advice, when you need some feedback, when you need, when you just have any type of need, maybe someone you just need to sit down and have a cup of coffee with and just talk about life. Like maybe that's what your mentor is. Um, so I think that those, those are, maybe some questions that we can leave you with today as far as the nugget, something you can kind of marinate on just a little bit, which is, you know, who, who are your mentors and what is your support? I think it's important to, to kind of think, because I think it really does contribute to your success. And if you are thinking of being a mentor, please talk to me. We definitely need yes. mentors for our new faculty each year. Mm-hmm. They're always looking for someone to teach them and support them and help them grow. Mm -hmm. So our GCC faculty, reach out to Christina. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for joining us today to talk about fire. We really enjoyed having you. And also thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of two props in a pod. We hope that you will join us again for our next episode. If you enjoyed this conversation and want to join in, connect with us on Twitter. Follow at Two Profs in a Pod or leave a comment on our blog at twoprofsinapod.blogspot.com. Remember, spell out the number two. Other ways to show your support? Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, write a review on Apple Podcasts, or tell your colleagues about the show. Two Profs in a Pod is hosted by Beth Ayers, English faculty, and Tanisha Baca, communication faculty. The podcast is edited by Cheryl Colon, instructional developer, and is brought to you by the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Engagement at Glendale Community College in Arizona.